Welcome to Mormon Book Reviews, where an evangelical encounters the Restoration. I'm your host, Stephen Pinecker. So this next book that I'm reviewing is something that's very exciting to me because it was written by what has become a very good friend of mine. Um, Jonathan Neville is a very interesting individual who has written many, many books regarding a, a lot about the heartland, a model for the uh, Book of Mormon events taking place. But he's also uh, branched out and has written some very other interesting ideas about the place of the Hill Cumorah and other ideas about Joseph Smith as a translator, as opposed to somebody that was reading off the seer stone. Um, the book that I'm reviewing today is Infinite Goodness, Joseph Smith, Jonathan Edwards, and the Book of Mormon. Um, in this one, he says Jonathan Edward Neville. Uh, he, I don't blame him for using that. Uh, ties in very well with the book. So a lot of interesting things to me about the book is that Jonathan Edwards, of course, gave us the most famous sermon ever given on American soil. Uh, maybe maybe the I Have a Dream speech by Martin Luther King has surpassed it, but Jonathan Neville's a sermon, uh, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God, um, is one of the most important sermons in the early development of, of this country. Uh, it definitely influenced our uh, nation very much. Now, historically, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, many people within that movement would ridicule that sermon and use it as a counter to what Mormonism stands for. Well, Jonathan Edwards, you know, he was just studying the text of the Book of Mormon and would come across different phraseologies and words that are not in the Bible. Um, so he wasn't, he was getting an influence from somewhere else. So he decided to do a Google word analysis of all the words and phrases and ideas that are not in the Bible and what other sources could have been used. And what he stumbled upon was that he, the Book of Mormon has a lot of Jonathan Edwards' ideas, writings, and sermons in the Book of Mormon. Well, this is very fascinating to me as an evangelical because obviously Jonathan Edwards is very important to our movement as well. And the idea that Jonathan Edwards' ideas make their way into the Book of Mormon is very intriguing to me. I think that it's a wonderful opportunity to build bridges between our communities. So Jonathan, I mean, nobody knows, really knew who he is outside of the Heartlander movement. And as I came across this book and started talking to different scholars about it, about the thesis that he had, uh, they were intrigued by it. I was one of the very first persons in the country to receive the copy of the book from the publisher, uh, Digital Legends, uh, Boyd Tuttle, shout out to you, man. And uh, I read the book and found the, the hypothesis very, very intriguing. And so now there are scholars talking to Jonathan and engaging his work, which I think is very, very important. So one of the most famous phrases in the Book of Mormon is the natural man is an enemy to God. That term is not in the Bible, but it is in the Book of Mormon. Now, many people throughout the years have given commentary about that term, but the most interesting thing that Jonathan brings up is we actually can find out what that term means because Jonathan Edwards defined it. So that could also shed new light on the Book of Mormon. One of the other things that he brings up is that he believes that Jonathan Edwards was more, I mean, uh, Joseph Smith, was more of a traditional translator as opposed to somebody who was using a seer stone and a hat, and that he was engaging the text just like a translator would. And I think that actually the argument he makes is very compelling. Uh, so that's some more food for thought. Now, one of the most interesting things that I brought up to another scholar was when I brought this book up to him, there was like, well, a lot of this research was done in the 1980s with the papers that were written about different ministers and writings that had influence on the Book of Mormon. There's nothing new there. And I said, yes, but the difference is, is that we have an Orthodox believer in the Book of Mormon 
who's using the same scholarship and integrating it into a faithful narrative, which I think is very, very compelling and interesting to me. So either way, I just want to give you the official Mormon Book Reviews book review. Infinite Goodness, Joseph Smith, Jonathan Edwards, and the Book of Mormon. The hypothesis of this book that the writings, sermons, and ideas of Jonathan Edwards made their way into the Book of Mormon via the translator Joseph is very intriguing. The author believes in the Book of Mormon as literal history and that it is divinely inspired. That does not prevent him from engaging and adopting the methods of modern scholarship to defend the book. In my opinion, the scenario that he uses to explain the mode of translation makes more sense to me than the current narrative of a stone in a hat that has words appearing on it. Kudos to Jonathan Neville for his original scholarship. I am so glad I was able to provide a platform for him that has resulted in some scholarships seriously engaging his work. I give the book five out of five stars. Hey, just a reminder, he wrote this book, the letter number seven about the Hill Cumorah, I had to wear the hat. So props to you, uh, Jonathan, for all the great work that you're doing. Um, so I just want to remind my audience, uh, our Patreon is up and running. For those of you who expressed interest in financially supporting this channel, I would really appreciate the, the it is greatly appreciated for all the people who already have. Uh, mormonbookreviews.com is the website. Check it out. Don't forget now that we are on iTunes and Spotify and hopefully we'll be expanding to other platforms as well. And don't forget to like and subscribe and don't forget to hit the notification button to be informed when a new episode is coming up. Y'all have yourself a great day.